You're listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette, bringing the human resources and talent community to you. And now, please welcome your host today, Tim Baker. Welcome to another edition of HR Chat Podcast. My name's Tim Baker. Once again, I'm your host today, and... Uh, Really happy to be bringing to you a, a great guest today. Uh, a little bit about myself. I am the community director at the HR Gazette. I'm also an independent HR consultant that works with startup and small businesses in around the uh, Toronto, Canada area. So I'm very excited to have with me today um, uh, an incredible person. Uh, I consider a good friend as well, Barb Buckner from Chicago, Illinois. And Barb is a human resources and employee relations professional, a coach, and a trainer. Barb's also a co-moderator with with me uh, for the very popular job hunt chat over on the Twitters. And we're uh, very pleased to have her with us uh, and have her with us with the HR Gazette as well as a community manager. So welcome, Barb. Thank you very much, Tim. So, Barb, we've... So we have known each other through our social networks for probably a couple of years at least, I would think. I think and so, yeah. Yeah. We finally got a chance to meet in person in uh, just this past June at mm-hmm. the Employee Engagement Awards and Summit in Chicago, and that was awesome. Meeting you in was. person was fantastic. I always love when that happens. We get to finally meet someone that we only knew, know through our social networks. Put the face to the person. Exactly. So, and I hope that uh, I lived up to your expectations. <laughs> oh, of course. Well, we got to talk about the hockey thing later, but that's okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, yeah, we'll, we'll leave hockey to another episode. So, Barb, tell us a bit about your story. I always like to start with people's stories. Which, a little bit about your background, how you got into human resources, and, and, and where you are today. Tell our, our listeners a little bit about that. Okay. Well, whenever people ask me about, you know, how'd you get into HR and, you know, how'd you decide this was your field, I have to be upfront and honest and tell them I never planned on going into HR. Um, It was one of those, you know, you're sitting in a position at a company, they don't have a local HR person, it's, hey, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do that? And as I started to pick it up, it started to gather some interest for me. So... HR is actually a role I fell into <laughs> as time went on. Um, and in a way, it was because of one of my first office, office positions when they realized they needed someone to train these new incoming office managers because we were adding locations at the time. And I was one of the first people that got hired on. I, I'm really into putting down procedures and, and answering questions, and they just went, hey, can you do this? It was one of those, you don't stop to think HR has anything to do with training. You think HR is all payroll and benefits. And it was no, we actually do that too, and that's probably what sparked me and got me wanting to find out more about what HR was. Because in all honesty, at that point, I was one of those employees whose only experience with people in HR was that typical mean HR lady that just tells you what the employee handbook is going to say. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and yeah. I knew I never wanted to be that. <laughs> so I guess my career actually started out in office management where I started to pick up more HR generalist roles. Um, and it was good because it gave me the experience, it gave me the exposure, and then I decided to go back to school to get my, my bachelor's actually in HR management. Um, so I've spent the last 20 years uh, 
unfortunately dating myself now, um, <laughs> working at startups and family-owned businesses and small and medium-sized companies. Um, so, but while my positions have all been focused in HR, because I've worked at startups and small businesses, I've also had that exposure to all the other aspects of the company. You know, right. I've been exposed and helped out with accounting, with sales, uh, customer service, marketing. Oh, my God, I was even in IT for a little bit. But I think that gave me a better understanding of how to do my HR job because now I know how I can relate to all my different employees. I know what each of the departments somewhat goes through. I'm not completely blind to it. And I think that's put me into a better position where I am today, where I see myself more as a HR advisor than an HR manager. Um, because I can understand where they're coming from when they start coming to me with complaints or I've got concerns. I say, oh, hey, I've got a great idea. My boss won't listen to me. I can come up with how we can do the approach. What are you not seeing that I'm seeing and putting the whole thing together? Um, yeah, I'm still doing the payroll and the benefits and the hiring and the firing, but I think my approach to HR has now positioned me to be more of a what we all aim to be, and that's being that strategic partner in today's market instead of the, oh, yeah, you're the HR lady. Uh, that's great. That It's not unlike my career path where – and and you, I think you you said it very well. Is that, uh, you know, what you're doing at that time, and people say, and you may not really think that it's it has to do with HR, but they say, hey, can you take care of that? Yeah, I'll do that, and and you enjoy it. And and I've had similar roles through operations management with in in the uh, hospitality and retail industry where you didn't have an HR person on site. You were, right. you know, if you were the GM or the operations manager, you were the HR person. So you kind of functionally, I did a lot of HR uh, things uh, over the years. And that's how I kind of, I started to find my common thread. And I too, back to school, let's formalize this thing, you know, let's, right. let's exactly. make that transition. And it's, but with those small businesses too, you're right. You get to really partner with them on their, on their business, not just the, the, the HR part. And I, I myself really enjoy that because I think that when you're doing things like working on policies and procedures and, you know, talking about culture, the more you know about the business, the more you can actually tailor those things to, uh, exactly. to what they do. I, I love that part. So yep. timeless HR solutions. Tell us about that. Uh, why you started that. Tell us more about that. Okay. Well, like many people probably did here in the U.S., when the market crashed in 20, 2008, I got laid off. I was working for a recruiting firm at the time. Um, so it was one of those, you got a wake-up call. Let me sit back and start to look at my career and try to figure out what the heck do I really want to do. Yes, I'm good at what I do, and, and I'm very efficient at it, but is it what I really want to keep doing? Um, I'm not the type of person who likes to do the same thing from day in to day out. I tell people I'm not a nine-to-five type of person. I like to come in and figure out what's the new challenges and the new issues I'm going to have to deal with. That's what sparks me. So when I started working at my next company after my layoff, I started to notice something that I realized was a problem in many small businesses, and that was people were being put into management positions without getting any training to set them up to be successful at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, think about it. Many employers... Okay, a lot of employees will sit there and they'll get promoted because they're doing so good at their job that upper management thinks, well, if I make you a manager, you could direct and motivate all the other employees the same way. Problem is, being a manager isn't as easy as handing over a title. And a lot of small business managers, unfortunately, don't realize and don't understand some of the little things that they need to now deal with 
like progressive discipline or performance views and why is it important? Why do I have to do it? And, oh, my God, this is all time-consuming. Because companies aren't doing what they used to do 20, 30, 40 years ago. They had management training programs. We put you through the preliminary steps, learn how it's going to be before you actually got put into a management position. Um, and as an HR manager, and I'm sure others can relate, I've gotten from those managers, why do I need to do that? I don't have time to document things. Or, God, the one I love the worst. <laughs> You're just trying to make more work for me and waste my time. Oh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> and it's not that they don't want to do it. At least I believe it's not that they want to do it. It's that they don't understand why. No one's ever told them why right. they need to do these things. So in their eyes, HR is nothing but a burden. We're not an aid. So the idea sparked to start Timeless HR Solutions when I had a conversation with one of my department managers one day when he came to me wanting to terminate an employee. And he was new to the position, but... Of course, you're going to follow the lead of what your old manager was doing because that's all you're going to know. So instead of getting defensive or lecturing him, I decided, okay, I have an opportunity to turn this into a teaching moment. And I started to explain to him why we have a process and why we need to do it and taking him through the whole process of, okay, if we terminate this guy and he goes to file for unemployment, what are we going to need to do now? And why all this stuff that I'm asking for us to do is going to be important. And... Honestly, right off the bat, I got a thank you right then and there. He just sat there. He just relaxed, and he just went, thank you. And I went, excuse me? It wasn't the reaction oh. I was expecting. Yeah. He's like, I had no idea what the whole process was, what I needed to do, why you keep asking for this paperwork, but you walking me through it. I now get it. Now I know how, what I need to do. And that's what actually sparked it. And I oh, decided, nice. okay, you know what? I'm going to start this little consulting thing. Because I want my goal to be, excuse me, to help not only teach but inform current and future managers how HR actually works and how we work with them to help their job be easier and their job be better. Um, I mean, I've taught webinars on topics like, you know, what is a probationary period and how should you really be using them and what happens when an unemployment claim is made and how termination isn't always <laughs> the number one answer to every employee problem. And I've right. had not just managers, I've had office managers, I've had solo HR practitioners who have had nobody else to turn to on my webinars, and they're all sitting there going, I didn't know who to ask. I didn't know that information. There's so many of us that when we get into the field, yeah, we'll go to school and we, we, we learn those classes, but the on-the-job stuff, we're still learning as we go along, so it helps when you've got these others going, hey, let me give you a little direction. Let me give you a little insight. And you know, there's so much information that's even out on the internet, and I understand that. And there's always articles people can pull up. But I think those people are still left with a lot of unanswered questions. You need to actually have someone to sit and talk to. And, yeah, I know that's the concept, but here's my situation. Right. <laughs> that's where they're looking to get the answers from. And that's where I'm hoping that with my work, I can personalize some of this training and this information so that it applies to their current company and their current position. And I can answer those questions because my goal whenever I teach is I'm not just giving you information. I'm giving you action points to go back and put into place right away. And we need that in this marketplace now. Yeah, I agree. It's that role as a, as a coach, coach, trainer, what, you know, whatever mm -hmm. the, the situation is. You, it's one thing to give people information, but it's another thing to give people the tools and the ability to be able to then take that away 
and and continue using it. Yeah. I mean, we all remember. Everybody remembers in their past the any of the managers that they had, and who were the good ones, and who were the not good ones. Who what are the, who are the ones that really helped you in your in your career development? I mean, yeah. I, I can think back, and I'll I could say exactly. I don't remember their names, but yeah, no, that no good. <laughs> did nothing for yep. me and and the ones that of course the ones that were great oh i remember their names maybe even still in touch with them but that's yeah, natural right. <laughs> so yeah. tell so we'll take a little take a little left turn here so <laughs> uh i recently uh, probably in the last year i can't remember i lose track of time started as a co-moderator for the very popular job hunt chat over on the twitters and but you've been a, a, a co-moderator as well for, for a while. So tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about Job Hunt Chat, uh, the purpose, and your experience. Okay. Well, Job Hunt Chat is obviously a Twitter chat we hold every Monday night at 9 p.m. Central and 10 p.m. Eastern, where we ask HR professionals and recruiters to share insight and tips with our job seekers, um, people that are struggling to try to get that new job in today's market because we know things have not been the same and you can't go and get jobs the same way you did even five years ago. Um, you know, this is another one. Again, there's lots of great advice and information that job seekers can find on the Internet. God knows everybody's always blogging about, you know, here's your job seeker tips. But mm-hmm. it's a lot different when you can actually connect with some of these HR people and connect with some of these recruiters and ask these folks live during a chat, hey, I've got a question, can you answer me? And we'll jump in and answer it. Um, I like Job Hunt Chat, and when I got involved with it was because of that. You know, when you're in the HR side and even the the recruiting side, we'll all agree to the same thing. You get resumes from job seekers. You sit down and do interviews with these people. And I can't tell you how many times I want to go, you know what, let's put this to the side for a minute. I need to tell you what you're not doing right (laughs) Right. (laughs) because I want to see you successful. But it's another one. Job seekers don't know. I mean, we're going to go out there and we do the best we possibly can and, and what others have told us that we should be doing um, and not not doing those, having that feedback from people because everybody's so afraid to give negative feedback of going, you know what, you really shouldn't have dressed that way or coming 40 minutes early to an interview is not a good idea. Um, they kind of bypass it. But the fact right. that we change up our topics every week on Job Hunt Chat, even though we, we stick to the job search as our main aspect of it, we'll talk about resumes, we'll talk about interviews, we'll talk about follow-up, you know, how do you network, where do you find these jobs now? And sometimes it is the same stuff, got to admit it, but it's stuff that we're hoping that people will come up to us and go, you know what, yeah, I want to learn about networking and here's where I've gone through. And it's the chance to do it. We have preset questions that we'll put out there and we want people to contribute to. But if you're a job seeker and you jump online and go, hey, by the way, guys, I've got a question. Trust me, one of the moderators during the chat is going to see it, going to grab it, and we're all going to jump in and answer your question. That's what we all want to do. We want to help the job seekers today. Because um, let's face it, at one point we either were or we're going to be job seekers again ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to need these skills. Um, well, that's one of the main reasons I, I went into business for myself is I didn't want a job seek anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> no, but in a way, you kind of still are when you're looking oh, for Oh, absolutely, for sure. No, I was just being, um, no, I was just being humorous about it. But it's I, I really enjoy Job Hunt Chat. I actually got involved with it as a participant originally. Yep, and I think that's how we met. 
Yeah, and, well, and, and I was also like as a participant, both as a job seeker and as a as an HR professional. And I guess I was so active. That's when uh, when when Josh gave me a call just one day yep. out of the blue, just called my phone, uh, and hey, Tim, do you want to be around a long enough? We'll do that. Yeah, do you, yeah. Do you want to be a moderator? <laughs> I'm like, sure, let's do this. And then, of course, you know, I get I get razzed all the time for being the only Canadian. But that's okay. I can handle it. We're strong. Um, <laughs> Not so a problem. That, that's great. So, uh, listeners, if you don't know about Job Hunt Chat, uh, both as uh, on the pros on the pro side or the job seeker side, uh, join us. It's a great conversation. And as you said, sometimes the same theme comes around again and again. But you still right. pick up different uh, different tips and advice. And there's some great, um, you know, career and and uh, you know, recruitment and HR professionals that that join in to to share their wisdom. You know, even just looking at our team. Okay, Josh Rock is a healthcare recruiter. Right. Ben Nowak is also a recruiter, but she's in the IT space. You know, Steve Davis is a recruiter. You and I are HR professionals. Yeah, you know, we'll get some of our regulars that come every week. Like Mike Townsend is a recruiter. Laura from Eastside Staffing in New York is a recruiter. So you've got so many people in different industries. That if you're sitting there going, I'm not going to go on to a Twitter chat because they're going to all be talking the same thing. No, we can hit you. We ask, actually, the job seekers every week, who's here who's looking for a job? Tell us what you're looking for. Yeah. We're here to help yeah. you. We'll try to connect you with the right people. Well, there's so many layers, to the, I find, to the chat itself is that it's not just the advice, but it's who else is participating, who wants to connect, yeah. and it's, you know, then what happens afterwards. So I'm going to just take a, a, a be conscious of the time that we have because I do want to ask you about um, your most recent role with the HR Gazette, uh, who who is the producer of the HR Chat podcast. Um as one of our community manager, managers and bloggers and, and whatnot. So tell us a quickly about that and what you hope to accomplish and, and why you decided to, to take that on. Well, you know, I decided to join HR Gazette because it was a great platform for HR professionals. I mean, it's, it's where we can share our sites and our experience. Again, we, you know, we've talked about how everybody in HR can sit there and talk about the same subject, but it's going to be different based on what company you're with um, what location you're at, the size of your company, and so many other blogs that I see out there. And while they've got great content, please don't get me wrong, they all seem to be focused on one specific topic. And the HR Gazette incorporates them all into like what I like to call one-stop shopping. <laughs> you know, if you're looking for performance, yep. you're looking for IT, you're looking for that, pop on there. You're going to find something on there. Um, and I like the fact that it keeps a positive look, outlook on today's issues. We're here to try to help. We're here to share so that we can improve everything that's going on. We're not here to shock jock or, or get into the dirty depths that some of the other ones want to. That's what HR people are supposed to be. We're supposed to be problem solver. Um, when I asked, got asked to be one of the bloggers, um, you know, I was a little intimidated at first. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. Because, I, you know, I kept looking at it at the beginning of all my experience of small business. And I'm sure everybody that's out there is, oh, well, I'm in a bigger company, and that doesn't apply. And as you start to go on and you start to realize, it, it finally kicked in of going, no, everybody's experience is just as important because you don't know what you're going to pick up from every little thing. Right. And I think that's the hope is we keep adding bloggers to the HR Gazette. Um, you don't have to be a, a complete subject matter expert. In fact, I think it's better that you're not. 
because then you're going to be point blank and honest about what's going on, what's your point of view. You never know if somebody else is going to sit there and go, he knows exactly what I'm going through. That's what I'm talking about. And See, it's going to click an idea for them. Well, that's a great point, and I always point this out to people when they talk about the whole term of subject matter expert. That, And I've, I've felt this too, where I thought, well, I don't know if I could really contribute because I'm not really a subject matter expert in something. But right. people get confused because they talk about the subject matter expert, expert as opposed to a subject matter expert. And mm-hmm. I always say, because somebody wise, I can't remember who it was, said this to me once, you, everyone is a subject matter expert when it comes to their own experience and sharing your own experiences and your story and how you approach different situations and, and how it formed and shaped what, what, and how you do things now. I love that stuff. I mean, it's, I I think that's the, the, you know, really a lot of the the important material and, and valuable. So, um, that's awesome. So we're going to kind of wrap things up. But the final thing I want to ask you is um, what what events are coming up that you're involved with in one way or another? Um, well, I've got two events coming up for those that are in the Chicago area. Um, there's HR on Conference, which is coming up on September 15th. And this year we'll be focusing on people analytics. And if you're not familiar with HR on Conference, it's unlike other conferences where you don't have people standing up and giving seminars, you have what we call track leaders. And it's a person who gives you like a 10-minute introduction on here's the subject we're going to talk about, and then we open it up to the floor. The whole point is to get everybody, just like we were talking, to get up, share your experiences, share your stories. Because what happened to you may have happened to him, and now here's, here is a venue where we can actually talk about it. It's actually, uh, they've been doing it in Europe for a couple of years. They came to the U.S. last year for the first time, and I was a track leader last year, and it actually was a very good experience. It was different at first because I'm not used to, okay, let everybody else talk and then keep them talking, but people just picked, I mean, they saw this as an opportunity. I can talk once I felt relaxed and, and, and realized, hey, everybody else is doing the same thing. Um, I've also got Disrupt HR. Everybody's heard about Disrupt HR probably all over the place. We've had it in the U.S. We've had it in Canada. In Chicago, we have our second event for this year because the first one was so well and it sold out. Um, it's going to be on October 19th. Awesome. So if you're in Chicago, come join us at one of them. I may actually pop down for that one because, I mean, as you know, I'm one of the co-organizers of the Disrupt HR event in Toronto. And yep. um, uh, it's I love it. I, I, love, I love the format of both those uh, events, CHR on conference. Um, I actually was a track leader a couple of years ago here in Toronto where my topic was, uh, what was it? Can HR and recruitment get along or be friends or something? And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then somebody told me that over in, in, um, in England, that same topic, the people almost got into like a fist fight. I'm like, oh, that's oh great. My God. But I say, but it's Canada. We all just apologize to each other and we're all just nice and whatever. So I just, so it went well. Um, Barb, how can people get in touch with you? How can they find you? Well, you know what? I'm Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, the only thing that I've always asked everybody, and I do this with you know, Job Hunt Chat too, is send me a little note when you're sending an invite. Let me know how you heard about me or, or where we've yes. met or something else just so I know who you are. Um, and then I'm on Twitter at both Barb Buckner and at Timeless HR. And then, of course, Fantastic. feel free. Barb, thank you so much for joining us on HR Chat Podcast today. It was a pleasure having you and and, uh, and sharing with our listeners your, your insights and experiences and story. 
thank you so much. You know what? This was this was a lot of fun, and I hope that a lot of people got something out of it at least. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they did, and, and we'll look forward to chatting with you again soon. Absolutely. Thank you to all our listeners, wherever and whomever you might be, and look forward to bringing you another edition of HR Chat Podcast very soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 